The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, I want to talk a little bit about green. I read an article in Ad Age just the other day. Actually, it was published on November 8th, so that was just earlier this week, around uh, a topic that is near and dear to my heart and probably near and dear to a lot of your hearts, green. Has green stopped giving? The article is by Jeff ne- Jack Neff. And uh, the t- topic is, you know, sales really have started to slow down in categories like green cleaners and bottled water, which, of course, we know is a essentially not green. Um, And apparently, a big study in September showed that there are swings in the number of consumers who believe that environmentally friendly alternatives are just too expensive. They don't work as well as other products, and they maybe aren't even better for the environment, which is kind of interesting. That study was done by GFK Roper. It's the Green Gauge Study, and it really was all about what they are calling green fatigue. Um, water, uh, water filtration devices actually has been seen double in high single-digit sales over the years, but guess what? It's starting to decline. Frito-Lay just last month pulled its compostable sun chips after complaints of how noisy the bags were. I have to tell you, I was disappointed by that. I love the fact that they had compostable bags. Green cleaners, you know, huge, huge category, right? I mean, Clorox doing great, great things in that category. Guess what? Also showing signs of, of a decline. Uh, really, it's coming down to to consumers. They're, they're wondering if it's worth the money. Um, they don't know if really these things are working as well. There's a lot of skepticism out there. Um, they do want greener products in companies, but guess what? They're just not willing to sacrifice much for themselves on these things. It really, I think it comes down to economics, right? Well, according to J- uh, Jack Neff, um, he says there's some tips on how you can make green marketing work. Don't expect much or any sacrifice from consumers, especially when it comes to paying more. They're not going to accept less performance. They're not going to sacrifice convenience. Don't overstate the case. In other words, we all know about greenwashing these days. And guess what? You have to do something besides to say you're green. You have to work. There has to be a benefit. Um, And you know what? You really do need to consider going outside the United States. Um, There are other countries out there that um, have a stronger value when it comes to green. Guess what? Frito-Lay pulling those sun chips. They're keeping them in Canada. So consider going outside our own borders. 
Well, our purse profile today is right in the target of the green market, the mom, alpha moms to be exact. This is the Gen Y uh, target. We know Gen Yers tend to be a little bit more green than other segments of the population. There's over 1.5 million of these women around, uh, 39 years average age, of course, married, employed full-time, median household income of 120 k or above, keeping up with fashion, influential trendsetters, um, confident, embracing their individualism. They consider themselves ambitious and motivated. They desire something new. They like change. They'll experiment with new styles. They pursue challenge and novelty. They're willing to shop new stores and go out of their way to find new things uh, and go after different brands as well. They do value quality over quantity. Uh, when they're shopping, they shop at Neiman's, Ikea, Williams-Sonoma, Pier 1, Bloomies. They're driving Volvo, BMW, Volkswagen, Jeep, and Honda. And um, they're wearing Bobby Brown, Vera Wang, Christian Dior, Prada, Olga, and Chanel. They do pretty well in the designer area. Well, where can you find this alpha mom? Well, she's reading lots of magazines like Child, Wired, First for Women, Jane, Better Home and Gardens, In Style, Vogue, Oprah. Um, that would be the uh, O magazine. Uh, TV shows, they're watching 2020, Dateline, CNN, Grey's Anatomy, um, Access Hollywood, Desperate Housewives. On cable, it's CNN, Discovery Channel, Bravo, Lifetime, and E. And on online, they're looking at Travelocity, CNN, Amazon, MapQuest, eBay, and Netflix. Well, where are alpha moms? Yeah, you know what? I bet they're at Baby Center as well. Our guest for today is Tina Sharkey. Chairman and Global President of Baby Center. Those of you out there, I'm sure if you haven't been on Baby Center, then your spouse certainly has. It is the web's number one global interactive parenting network and has nurtured more than 100 million parents since it launched with a blend of expert advice and what they are calling user-created wisdom, which I know to be true. I've been on there quite a bit. Tina Sharkey uh, was on the program last year talking about Baby Center's report called The 21st Century Mom, really talking about mom's online habits. Well, now we're lucky enough to have her back, and we're talking about a segmentation study that reveals two major online influencers for mom. More on that when Purse Rings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. 
Think about it. You work so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month. Plus, the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in hours for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Tina Sharkey, chairwoman of Baby Center and global president of Baby Center, Inc. Tina was on the show last September, and it's hard to believe it's, it's been, gosh, it's been quite a while, Tina. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's great to be back. Thrilled to have you. You know, last time you were on the program, we were talking a lot about the 21st Century Mom Report. There was so much great data that came out of that about mom and her online habits, including social consumption. And I know you've kind of taken the results of that report, gone a step or two further down the line. But before we get into what you did next, can you recap the results of that very important report for anyone out there who maybe not have heard about it? Absolutely. I mean, I think... What's really important in listening to, you know, your 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 uh, previous report about the affluence, I mean, for Baby Center, understanding the voice of modern motherhood is a critical part of how we understand our audience because we know who re- we report to, and at the end of the day, we report to mom. But there are so many different faces of mom. Some are segmentations, like you talked about earlier, but a lot of it is hearts and minds. So we identified in that study how becoming a mom, when a woman goes through that profound transformation, how her life changes, what are the key inflection points for purchasing. Because it's not just about stocking her nursery and buying maternity clothes. It's really about the purchase decisions she makes in those early years that can impact the purchasing she does over the next three decades. We also studied social mom and looked at, you know, benchmarking over the last three years, usage of social media for this segment of the population has increased 600% over the last three years. We took a deep look at gadget moms. You know, moms want tools, not toys. So for the gadget market, if you're trying to reach a mom, do things that are going to help her, support her with her day, with her scheduling, with her calendaring, with her connecting, all the things that she's doing because she's a busy multitasker. Um, looking at media mom, understanding that marketers, you know, who previously had a relationship with women, um, now when they have relationships with moms, they lose three hours a day to talk to her because she's so busy with all the other things she's doing as a mom. Um, we looked at doctor mom. You know, today the 21st century mom is saying 91% say they actually look to social media for advice um, on the health of their children, trusting the wisdom of other moms, moms who've been there before, moms who can give that advice, either getting them ready for the doctor appointment or asking questions for a second opinion. Mom is her own best second opinion. We say that she's AAD, almost a doctor. Um, mealtime mom huge trend in buying more prepackaged foods 
and also introducing ethnic foods to babies earlier in the um, in the feeding cycle. Looking at Echo Mom, you know, we always say here sort of it's not about all the polar bears. It's not that mom doesn't care about the environment she does, but it's really about her polar bear, and, and she focuses on her kids and their health first. And when she thinks about Echo, she thinks about what she's putting in her child's body and on her child's body and in her child's environment. And then ultimately, Power Mom. You know, women are not waiting anymore to find the right guy. Births to single women have actually risen 100% since 1980. Um, and so moms are having babies first and then deciding um, if she wants to get married. So that's just a quick overview of some of the things we did in that study. Uh, and then we went further later on um, to actually go deeper in some of the different areas, and we can talk about that later. Yeah, I know that 21st Century Mom Report. I mean, just listening to you talk, my head is spinning because it it was such a comprehensive study and so much great, rich data coming out of it. I'm not a bit surprised that you, you dove in deeper because um, it, it was kind of begging for even, even more scrutiny, I thought, just from all the great data. Um, and you do do such a good job there at Baby Center of really, truly understanding your audience, your reader, your visitor, your community members, um, and trying to speak to her on a very personal level. And I would imagine that that is why you, you dug in even deeper and kind of did a segmentation study. What were you hoping to find out by doing the segmentation study? I mean, clearly, you already know quite a bit about your mom out there. What were you hoping to uncover by doing even more work? Well, you know, this particular report, the uh, 2010 Mom Social Influencer Report, you know, for us, a few things sort of really jumped out at us. You know, the increase in social media, 600%, you know, three years thereover, made us say, what's really going on in social? And are all social moms the same? Um, or are they different? So the segmentation that we did was specifically around social mom and understanding um, as a marketer, you know, we said, does the 80-20 rule apply um, in terms of, you know, all these comments that are out there and all this word of mouth and all this mom-to-mom wisdom that's being passed? Who's creating all of it and and who are the most influential? And what we found is that actually 18% of social moms account for 78% of the influence. So I guess the 80-20 rule applies. And then when we got that data, we said, well, who are they? And why are they different from everyone else? And how can we understand who they are? How can we begin to put profiles against them? And how can we understand how to reach them? And what are they doing to amplify their message in the marketplace? Exactly. That 20% really have what you, I think you're calling top dog status. And they're the ones that are really driving that influence. And and what was interesting to me is they're not necessarily the bloggers out there. How... How do companies figure out which 20% to focus on? How do they figure out what are their top dogs out there? Well, I think it's a great question, which is, you know, what we found was we looked at mom's posting frequency and the amount of friends that they have, and that revealed within that 20% or actually in that 18%, that revealed three different segments. We call them the influencers. And within those influencers, they were made up of life casters, these are like the millennial moms who are always connected and always communicating. Life casters make up about 8% of the influencer segment. So this is your friend. You know, it's almost sometimes they're TMI, too much information. I'm going <laughs> to the store. I'm getting a donut. Oh, look, today the donut sprinkles are, you know, themed with Halloween. You know, she's just constantly, constantly life casting everything that's happening to her. But she has a lot of people that follow her, and sometimes life casters have really good information. They're going to tell you that perfect pair of black pants. 
They're going to tell you, like, the best restaurant. They're going to give you the hookup. And then there's the field experts. The field experts also make up 8% of the audience, but these tend to be stay-at-home moms with a topical focus on different aspects of parenting who've been there, done that, they've done the homework, and they're there to help you. So the field experts, you know, they may be the one mom who's going to tell you, you know, how do you get rid of that night bottle when it's a milk bottle, and how do you really do that weaning? There's another one who's got the definitive list on what to travel with for that first-time airplane. There's another one who's going to tell you, you know, how to deal with, um, you know, greening your home. And she's just, you know, they're, 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 there's a whole alphabet of these different kinds of field experts, but they're the ones who actually yield a ton of influence because they have a lot of followings. They're not posting on everything, but they're posting on stuff where they have passion, where they have experience, or where they've gleaned a lot of experience and they feel like they want to share it back. And then the smallest segment of the influencer audience is actually what we call the pros. At one point, we thought about calling those, you know, journalist 2.0 because those are sort of the mom bloggers who turn their passion for social really into a profession, but they only represent 2% of the overall audience and, um, and the smallest segment of the influencers. And that was what was really surprising to me because I'm a marketer and when I think about the influencers in that space, I clearly always think about mommy bloggers and clear, we've, we've seen that group, that segment grow and grow and grow. There's more mommy bloggers out there than I think than ever and clearly they, they do have influence as, as you found out in your report but you know, I'm, I was most interested in talking today about the live casters and the field experts because those are the two segments that I think most people have not heard anything about. And as marketers, would you suggest specific ways that we engage these two different audiences and to what benefit would we engage them? Yeah, well, I think that, you know, like I said, you know, the pros are very important and they tend to have um, big network sizes. Um, and they, as you said, mom bloggers are really important. Um, and, you know, you may read their blogs and talk about the joys and the exchanges, and marketers are absolutely going after them. In fact, you know, UPS trucks are probably stopping in their driveways, bringing them tons of products because everyone's focused on that mom blogger, and she's great. But she's really like a small publisher. when you, And so you should treat her like a publisher. When you look at the life casters to start, you know, they have large networks on Facebook and Twitter that make them very influential. Um, they're super knowledgeable, and they share across a broad range of topics. These are definitely digital natives. They're super comfortable with writing about their experiences online. Um, and they are out there on specific subjects um, that they um, that they want to give advice on. So they have passion points with information and they share that information to the benefit of others. So, for example, if you're a marketer and you want to reach a field expert, you know, figure out what are the, what are the key selling propositions of your product or service, who are the people that have the expertise and who are writing about these things and who are blogging about these things and who are tweeting about these things and who are often curating larger conversations where other people are looking for advice about these things and go and talk to them. So they may not be across a wide range of subjects, but usually they're the people who like have it dialed on the subjects that they are expertise in. So they're not that focused on being out there on everything. They're very focused on the things that they are good at, and they curate those conversations. And that's how you find a field expert. On Baby Center, we actually know in our databases 
um, who the field experts are and what communities they're living in. And through conversational targeting, you can actually participate in those communities um, by noticing who they are and, um, and and putting your messages, you know, in the communities that are relevant to you. Mm-hmm. When it comes and I to would life- imagine, too, uh, that they, as you said, they're passionate about a lot of different things, but they have certain things that they they really rally around. And so part of that listening would be figuring out what brands that they, they really are passionate about and engaging them on that brand. So I, do you, do you feel like they're open to hearing about new things as well? I think they're very open, but it's less about brands and it's more about subject matter expertise. So for example, if you are, you know, introducing a line of eco-friendly products, um, whether or not she knows about your brand or not, she has a strong point of view about how to go green in your household or how to go green in your bathroom or how to go green in your wardrobe or how to, you know, whatever it is that she has an expertise on and she's very opinionated. So in that subject, definitely engage her, see the brands that she's using, read her stuff, make sure you're engaged in what she's engaged in. So when you when you do open up a conversation with her, it's it's gotten a lot of integrity. There's a field expert that like just loves to throw birthday parties, you know, and they are the queen of like, you know, birthday party in a box. So they're not necessarily going to be the person that you want to talk to about something off of that subject. But when it comes to that, she's putting out the ideas. She's having the photo contest. She's doing all of the um, make-it-yourself or where to buy it or how to do it on the cheap. She's asking people for their pictures. So she's not just creating her own content. She's also curating a conversation. Got it. So it's really more about the subject matter and, and engaging her on that level. And then and then where there's opportunity, as you said, uh, maybe taking that up a notch or two and talking more about, about the brand at that point. Tell me about the Lifecaster because this is the one that I grapple with from a, a kind of a relationship standpoint from a corporate perspective. This is, as you said, a millennial mom. Um, who's kind of casting out every single part of their day. Is there opportunity to engage her um, along either topic, subject matter, or brands and make it, make it a meaningful kind of engagement based on what she puts out there? I tell you, I think it's a great question, and you're right. The life casters are very different from the field experts. I mean, they are similar in size. You know, they're about 8% of the influencers, but these people live online. They are constantly connecting and communicating, and the difference is that they are connecting with a large group of friends. So this has that they're very high, they're talking all the time, and they have a lot of people who are listening. So the reason why she's really important is because she has a vast network. So the things that she puts into her news feed, the things that she tweets about, the things that she's posting about, the pictures that she's sharing are viewed and seen by a lot of people. So the reason why she's interesting and the ways in which you work with her, so for example, if you are putting coupons into the marketplace, right, and you have a one-day sale, like you definitely want to target Lifecasters because she's so excited about the stuff that she's getting and that she's engaging and she's going to talk about it. And what you get with a Lifecaster is you get the amplification uh, effect. So, you know, if you target, let's just say, a 1,000 Lifecasters, and each one of them has on average, let's say, 2,000 people that are watching them. And each one of those 2,000 people have 500 people. Let's say their friends aren't all lifecasters. That coupon very quickly hits a scale just by being out there with the people who are sharing the most and talking the most. So I don't think it's subject matter for her as much as 
fun currency, things that are topical, and things, you know, friendship is not the only thing that gets shared online, uh, but coupons and deals um, and fun contesting and fun stuff, topical, seasonal, um, and fashionable are things that she's sharing all the time. So if you're looking to drive foot traffic, if you're looking to drive engagement, if you're looking to drive awareness, um, not deep knowledge and reviews, but just getting the word out there to these friendship networks, the Lifecaster is a perfect one to target. And you can use them both really effectively in, in complementary ways. Yeah, they're very different, but as you said, quite complementary. I'm curious, too, if clearly these are people that are on Baby Center in various ways. These are people that are on Facebook. Are, would you say the millennial mom over, say, the field experts on using Twitter more? I mean, are you seeing kind of a tool of choice with that LifeCaster? Um, the LifeCaster, you know, the one who uses Twitter the most is the pros. And the reason why they're doing that is because essentially they're like their own publishers. So they are letting their Twitter communities know that a new post has come up. So they're not necessarily communicating one-to-one with all of their followers, but they've amassed a lot of followers as a way of letting them know. It's almost like their um, TV guide, right? It's a pro guide, like, hey, I just posted. So they're telling their networks, and they're using that as a way to drive traffic back. I would say that the field experts are probably in dialogue on Twitter around subject matters, and the life casters are just life casting out there. So again, they're sort of bringing their they're bringing their different um, styles to um, to their to their segments. When you look yeah. at Twitter, you know, pros are definitely the biggest on Twitter, uh, and field experts are probably the smallest um, in terms of the size of their networks, and life casters are right in between. Field Got experts. It are probably you're going to find more of them on Baby Center. And if, you know, you're talking about another subject matter, let's call it, you know, any passion point, like, you know, fly fishing, um, cooking, you know, any particular sports and all of that, you're going to find those people on the sites, on the vertical places where their communities live. Makes perfect sense. They're taking their tool of choice and acting in the manner that is befitting to that particular segment. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I do want to talk a little bit about what might be next for Baby Center and plans that you have on the horizon. So more from Tina Sharkey when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. 
AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. SEO is like a roulette wheel, hoping that you put in the right meta tags and keywords on your page so that your site lands on the top spot. Don't just take the gamble. Go with the sure thing. The premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm. We can place the right keywords and messages from a 30-second spot to a 30-minute monthly special. Plus, we give you the banner ads, links, and placement to bring you more traffic from not just search marketing pros listening to our SEO channel, but from all of our listeners and podcasters searching for you. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Catch us Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Tina Sharkey, sharewoman and global president of babycenter.com. And we've been talking about the various personas that have come out of Baby Center's 2010 Mom Social Influencer Report, the life caster, the field experts, and of course, the pros, learning a lot about how you might engage each of those segments and what they could do for your for your business and, and your brand, um, as well as the great conversation you can have with them. But I would be remiss if we didn't talk about Baby Center uh, for a little bit, too, since I have you here. Clearly, I'm sure that you've put this insight to work um, for the benefit of the reader, Tina, on Baby Center. Absolutely. Um, we found that, you know, with Dr. Mom, you know, we've talked about so many of these pieces and parts, and we put it to work not just for our moms to give them the richest experience we can, launching things like Symptom Guide to support Dr. Mom and and launching, you know, tons of things in our social space. You know, our life casters can post all their milestones on Baby Center and then send them out into Facebook to share with their friends. Um, and that's a hugely fun thing for them to do. And we're throwing Twitter parties for our pros and for our and for our life casters and for even for our field experts. Um, and they're sending it with all with all of their friends. So it's a lot of things that we're doing on the programming side. But the insights, you know, we're never done in wanting to understand this audience, and we have a huge lineup of the new series and the new reports that will be coming out over the coming weeks and months. Of course. I feel like I, every time I turn around, there's something great coming out of out of Baby Center. So there's more great insights to come. You'll have to keep us posted here on Purse Strings so we can have you back to talk about that. Are there are there areas that you really feel that you still need to better understand that you're really seeking for more enlightenment? Yes. Um, we, you know, 25% of the births in the U.S. are to um, Hispanic moms. And we really want to understand the hearts and minds of the U.S. Hispanic mom because we know that they're acculturating. We know that whilst language binds them, they come from, you know, so many different nations. Some are first generation, some are second generation, some are third generation, and they're very, very different as an audience, um, as a community, and as a part of our general population. And so we're going really deep on sort of an acculturation study of the U.S. Hispanic mom, and that'll be coming out uh, at the end of this year. And then the thing that is really pressing for us is mobile mom. 
I mean, mobile is just taking over the world. It's the third and fourth screen for many. And understanding how mom is using the phone, how she's using touch screens, how it's playing a role in her family, ultimately in her community with her children, how is she sharing it, what is the role for marketers, what is the role for um, for content creators, and what is the role for social on these mobile platforms is like is, is a huge curiosity for us, and we're going deep um, into a landmark study around that next. Oh, that's fascinating. I know. And, and the work I do, mobile, it's all about mobile. And I think more and more companies are seeking to embrace mobile. And if they're smart, they are, because that's where mom is, right? Absolutely. Well, and it's interesting that you mentioned Hispanic moms. I had a, a target demographic I was going to share today. And it was around Hispanic moms. And we had run a, a Simmons database, uh, which for those people out there listening, that's just a, an attitudinal database that we have here. And, um, you know, we were looking at almost a million of these Hispanic um, moms with at least two kids in the home, average age of 48, high school grads, married, most of them homemakers uh, with a household income of about 45 plus. And I had some had some additional data I was going to share, but I chose not to do that. I chose to do alpha moms instead. So it's just, I'll have to hold that data. Maybe I can have you back and we can talk about Hispanic moms in the future, Tina. That would um, be great. But thanks so much for being on the show today. We've run out of time, unfortunately. Well, I look forward to, com- to continuing the conversation. It's a never-ending dialogue. Absolutely. And, and best of luck for continued success there at Baby Center. And for everyone out there, I do invite you to go on to babycenter.com and check out the very latest and greatest uh, from that company and from Tina and her team. And thank you so much to George for another great show. Join me for another edition of Purse Strings right here next Tuesday at 3. I'm going to be speaking with David Grislack with Engage. He's going to be talking about a very controversial product launched aimed at women in what has been a traditional male territory. Vodka, how he captured their attention and got them to share some uh, fairly sexy secrets, hence kind of the controversy surrounding this product launch. More on that next week right here on Purse Strings. Until then, make it a great one. <laughs> 